Welcome everyone to Gavin with Babish. My name is John Newman. I'm a big fan of the hit YouTube cooking show Binging with Babish. And my name is James Nichols, and I'm also a huge fan of the internet cooking show Binging with Babish. Binging with Babish is a YouTube cooking show where Andrew Ray makes the food from film and television, and we're going to talk about it. Yes, we are! Episode 193. Bay, 193. Bay. How you doing, Jimmy? Uh, I'm doing just fine, Johnny. How are you? I'm doing fine as well. It's beautiful in uh, New York City today. It is. I have not stepped outside all day. Gotta love working <laughs> from home. <laughs> it's a lovely day after a very rainy weekend. Truly uh, one of the worst weekends weather-wise we've had in a very long time. Like, Did you go outside in it or did weather. you... Did you just sit in the rain? I did. Uh, I did go outside. Uh, I went and got breakfast, and it was just awful. Like I would rather have a weekend that's like snowy rain in February than this in May. Does that make sense? Yeah, I agree with that for sure. Um, do you want to find out what our guest thinks about the weather? <laughs> um, I sure do. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Joe Strix. Sat outside all weekend. No notes. D. Delicious. <laughs> you also now have pneumonia and <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm very sick. I'm not well. I'm soggy <laughs> to the bone. Uh, the description of but soggy as a human being is brutal. I'm a soggy man. <laughs> I'm a I'm a I'm a used banana peel of a boy. <laughs> you uh, got past the stage where you're pruny and you're just soggy. I'm just soggy, yeah. I'm just you ever seen um like uh, like bread that none of the ducks have gotten to yet in a pond. That's me. <laughs> just a, just a, a square of it floating. Thank you for being here. Did, distended and bloated. Hey, thanks for having me. It's so great to be here. I was hoping to 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 weasel in the word distended at some point today. Well, so you nailed check it. That. Yeah. If you're playing our bingo How are you doing, game, fellas. <laughs> we're doing pretty well. We were talking about the Good. weather before you showed up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I remember like I was... it's crazy. Like right before you got here, it's wild that you yeah. also wanted to come in on the weather. Yeah, uh, it's you know one thing about me that you guys are gonna find out uh, over the course of our time together. I just I, just, I like making small talk. <laughs> this is me. This is me. I'll talk about whatever you know, weather, what you're wearing. That's about it, really. I'll talk about those two things. <laughs> Stock market's wild. <laughs> Yeah, I like to. What I like to do is I like to nudge you and go, "What's with this economy?" And then have no follow up. <laughs> well, um, ideally, you, ideally, that's when the elevator doors open, and then you're in the woods. You're just you're 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 gone. Right. I'm sweating bullets as we get closer to your floor, so I can try to time it out and like nudge you as you're leaving. Be like, "Hey, good luck with that economy out there, or whatever." Right. Uh, the worst thing that could ever happen to me is an elevator pausing in that moment not for any reason other than that i have to try and continue to talk about the economy i'm slowly and i I'm, i haven't been going to work on mondays i've been going into the office on tuesdays though and i've started to ask people how their weekends were hoping that eventually we'll just all agree that none of us are working monday at all <laughs> yeah i mean we can force our way into a four-day work week we just have i mean that's the most <laughs> subtle and indirect direct like collective action you could take johnny but it's contributing yeah, I, to the larger goal. I like how I, I like how I'm some helping. people some people yeah, some people are like, what we need to do is create unions and collectively bargain for our right to only work. And Johnny's like, what I've been doing to help the, the <laughs> labor movement has been subtly asking people how their weekends in on Tuesday. 
I don't know that I can get a union started at Company Redacted, mm. but what I can do is very subtly interject into the conversation and sort of hope that permeates through the organization. Yeah, when right. they look back on the history of labor, there's going to be there's going to be talk about uh, how miners were killed by armed forces in West Virginia, and then there's going to be John Newman, uh, asker of weekends. Right. <laughs> I don't I think that uh everyone who's doing all this work around unions they're doing a great thing but they're just not really seeing how charming you can be by saying hey right how was your weekend if, on a Tuesday Yeah 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 that's if, what that's if, what that, that's what child labor ch- ch- child If they were just a little bit more in the early charming. 1900s was charm they didn't have the That's right charm. Yeah I was going to say if, if if only the people at the Triangle Shirtwaist factory had mastered small talk <laughs> Uh, when Oliver <laughs> Twist asked for some more, he didn't do it in a charming way, even a little bit. <laughs> please, sir, may I have some information on your personal life? <laughs> <laughs> he should have said, please, sir, I'll have some more. Hey, by the way, how was your weekend? <laughs> hey, and, and also, what's what's new with you, man? <laughs> <laughs> if it was on a Tuesday, oh boy, that would have been incredible. Yeah. Hey, have you noticed all this soot? You know, orphans always running around in soot. Yeah, they're like pig pen. <laughs> Was Pigpen uh, an orphan? Did they ever establish that in Peanuts? If Pigpen had parents, they were bad on, on math, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The story of Pigpen is not good either way. I mean, no. either. No, no matter how you Either slice that's it. an entire town collectively ignoring the plight of a child, or, <laughs> it's a, or it's a story of a kid with parents and the entire town ignoring the plight of that child. Like, Yeah, there's, there's no way it works. Pigpen was gross. They called him Pigpen. <laughs> and frankly, he deserved it. Get yeah, out of stop looking like a stop looking like Wash yourself. <laughs> stop looking like a damn pig, Pigpen. Yeah. Fucking got your ass. <laughs> Fuck that kid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's funny because he's a yeah, His struggles were his fault. Pull yourself by, by those bootstraps. <laughs> I see you got him. <laughs> Poverty's a choice, Pigpen. Yeah. 100%. Did anyone, <laughs> did anyone explain to him that poverty was a choice and he simply wasn't right. working hard enough? Pigpen, participate in the free market and you too can see. Can see I don't blame the, anyone the great in benefits. the situation that they're in. I look up and I blame Charles Schultz. <laughs> <laughs> the hand of God that drew him. Right. Yes. He should have known better. Yeah. He's not dirty. He was just drawn this way. Like Jessica Rabbit, you know? <laughs> I think that was the name of the song. Um, did we eat anything delightful this weekend or did we cook anything? Oh, I sure as hell didn't cook anything. I ate, I, I ordered food for all four meals that I ate this week. Why did you only eat four? Because I planned not to eat breakfast so that I could order meals for the next two. (laughs) Buddy, God, that's such an advanced move. You're, you're operating on like, man, this is like hall of fame level performance. (laughs) Breakfast is the most important meal of the day. I don't think so. Not if you're going to order the other two. Yeah, exactly. No, exactly. Correct. I'm I'm allotting it calorically so that essentially by skipping breakfast, I have almost worked out and, and grown abs. Um but I I I got fast food, Amanda and I got uh we got sushi, we got Harlem Shake, uh, and we ate food at a movie. Uh at the Nighthawk Cinema. Ah, nice. What'd you get at the cinema? Uh the Dorito dusted chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. Which I wish I was making up. Oh, sorry, Dorito crusted. Uh, not as good as you want it to be. Here's um, the thing. 
that was a staple in my house growing up. That was like the the special meal my mom would make like every like month or two. Where it's like, oh, you know yeah. what we're gonna have tonight? I loved it. I don't know how they did yeah. it. It was always they, as good it was. As I wanted it to be. The batter that they used didn't. It, they were flimsy. It was a flimsier chicken mm. situation. What was mm. the general? How crushed up were the Doritos? They were very well incorporated into the There's batter. Like one on each side. <laughs> see, yeah, see, that's kind of a bummer. <laughs> it's like a sandwich. The way we always had it growing up is it was like you you crush it up and you kind of just roll. It's so like it's, panko. Yes, exactly. It's exactly. Yes. It's like panko, but it's so it's super crispy. And then because it's in the oven, they get a little uh, even crustier because they get cooked. Yes. So delicious. That's what I would have preferred. That those those paled in comparison to the um we did tots with queso and we did Ooh yeah. Um, we love a Nighthawk tots yeah. with queso. Yes, those are fantastic. And then um is it, it it's some sort of corn dog something? It's a hot dog prepared in a weird way where it's like <laughs> presented in discs you but being, with breading around you them. You being confused about how a hot dog is prepared is <laughs> yeah. so outside of so outside <laughs> of your personality that I'm I'm like shocked right now. I'm truly a hot dog preparation how do you Joe ne- doesn't know. <laughs> yeah, how do you not know exactly what it was? Like I I, I imagine right. to see your eyes roll back in your head and you just recite exactly what how the hot dogs hot were, dogs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like the sun car a... reciting reciting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They were pretzel dogs, but it was more of a croissant than a pretzel around the dog. But it was very clearly a dog encased corn dog style in what they purported to be pretzel, though, which was, again, more of a croissant, then sliced up into discs and presented with a honey mustard and some Malden salt. Ooh. We looking at the menu? Yes. Excellent. No, I, no, sorry, that was all off the dome. No, it, it sounded, it sounded what, great. That's I what I was like, expecting. Impressive. Yeah, I accessed the memory. <laughs> nice. Uh, like from the film yeah. you saw. Yes. It was. Here's the thing. Uh, oh, so I, I, we were going into the theater, and it's like a place where they got a bar at the front. To see everything everywhere all at once. Yes. Right. And we told the guy who was giving us, who we showed our tickets to, he asked us, what are you seeing? And we said, everything everywhere all at once. And he said, that's going to be difficult. Uh, that's pretty ambitious. That's fun. Man. Kill a bit. The best. Did you bit. give him a high How five? How many times do we think he said that? I hope it's every time someone tells him what they're seeing. If I'm him, I'm doing it every time. I'm because I, I could see the frustration on his fellow bartender's face. She was <laughs> limes, and she was like, "Oh, you know, here he is up to his old tricks again. This little the scamp." And I was like, "That's that, that's what I aspire to." Did he have a slide whistle? He didn't. No, but he he well, he did have a big purple Willy Wonka hat, <laughs> and then he fake fell and then rolled somersaulted into standing up. And he and he said, "I could taste everything in the movie theater. It was all edible." It was. It took a turn. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that's me. How about you guys, James? Did you uh, anything delightful? I didn't. I did not make anything. I've eaten a few delicious meals. I had uh, Freddy's, uh, friend of the pod, Freddy Bar. Uh, I had a uh, what's it called? A Reuben, which is always always the oh, best. Oh yeah, we and were their, there. Their fries are unbelievable. Um, and we then uh, yeah, you both were there. Uh, and then I had. Sicilian pizza the last two nights. We ordered a Sicilian pizza and uh, with onion on top Saturday night. Had that Saturday. Had it Sunday. I think Sicilian pizza is the best reheated pizza. 
Ooh, you interesting. Right? You can re you can reestablish the crust. Yes, you do it the in a crust pan. is the crust can get so much crispier, and so it's unbelievable. It's so good, Sicilian way to go. Uh, yeah, I think the fact the, that it's like thicker, it's going to reheat better than a thin boy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You may to that something. end, and Johnny, I'll I'll, I'll throw, throw it back to you after this. But we also last week, Amanda and I, on a whim, tried to go to Lucali, uh, and we're we were told roundly to fuck off, uh, which is not true. We we showed up at eight. We could have gotten a table at nine. We said we were too hungry, but we went over to their slice <laughs> I shop. I love the contrast of that Luke's. too. It's going to be an hour wait. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which I took as fuck off and died. <laughs> um, but we went to Baby Luke's, their slice shop, uh, a few streets over, and it was phenomenal. Uh, similarly, square slices. Um, I would put their margarita slice on par with the Prince Street Pizza's pepperoni slice. Very it was nice. delicious. Mm-hmm. We love to hear it. Johnny? I had pizza, too. Uh, um, <laughs> moving <answer>. on <laughs> uh, It was my girlfriend's birthday this weekend So we went to a restaurant in the West Village called Bird Dog and We did a, a little They gave us a bunch of apps and a bunch of pastas And then we had ribs and a Nashville chicken It was all very good uh, Johnny, Bird Dog To me that feels like that's incongruous How Here's could you have thing. a bird that's a dog? They do seem like two different things But boy oh boy did we eat both of them <laughs> Uh, how was the Nashville hot chicken? Feels like everyone's. It feels like Nashville hot chicken's having a moment. Yeah, it was very good. Um, they're also the pastas were the best thing, uh, in my opinion. There was a garganelli with like asparagus and peas. It was very springy, and then there was a lamb ragu with something else. And then we had a mm. tomato and strawberry sauce on a like like long noodle. It was very interesting. Uh, probably one of my least favorite things we had there, but that was because everything was really good. Bird dog. What? <laughs> Uh, the the unviewed sequel to Cat Dog, correct? I think they so. They sort of they started it as a show and decided it would work better as a restaurant. You, <laughs> you know that transition that often right. happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they said it could be a movie or a restaurant. Which way do we want to go? <laughs> uh, what what came through in this, the tomato strawberry? Like, was it was the strawberry overpowering or no? It, it had like a certain sweetness to it. It was definitely tomato. When they told us about the dish, I didn't hear exactly what they said. And then, so I was tasting it, and I'm like, there's definitely something, like, fruity and sweet in the sauce. And then I asked, and they said strawberry, and I said, ha-ha. You were, you were too busy considering what what would happen if a bird and a dog produced a yeah, bird that's dog right. to listen to <laughs> any of the food issues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got confused, and uh, I had her, I had my girlfriend hold one end of the noodle, and I hold a different one so that we would be like dogs as well. <laughs> we had a real it's, fun time. We, that's the thing, is you can do... You can do a lady in the tramp and eat pasta like how dogs would eat it, which is to say meeting in the middle for a kiss. Right. Or you could do like birds and peck at it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sort of get your faces all covered in sauce. Right. As soon as we left the restaurant, I ran headfirst into the window. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. And then I went, get that it? That sounds delicious. Yeah, it was really, it was good. It was nice. It was fun. And then I make her banana pudding for her birthday every year. So I made that and that was very good. And we need to get rid of it today because You've never made I me feel banana so pudding for my birthday. I'll make you banana pudding for your birthday. Thank you. All right, deal. <laughs> well, uh, that's locked in. Well, all right, uh, this has been gabbing with Babish. Uh, sorry, they never let me end it, so I don't know how to do that. That's right. Your birthday was like a week ago, right? <laughs> me? No, James. 
Oh no, it's coming, Johnny, and I will be getting my banana, <laughs> my banana pudding. I'll make you a banana pudding. It's fun to make. Yes. Uh, I want to come get it. I want to come get the leftovers from your house, but I also am three f's fat right now. Right, and uh, I cannot do that. That would be the fourth f if you went out of your way to get leftover pudding. <laughs> <laughs> to get leftover <laughs> pudding for someone else's birthday. <laughs> the fattest thing you can do anyway but yeah so hopefully on this podcast next week i'll talk about all the salads i ate and how i have abs <laughs> next hey guys let's meet here again in one week and talk about salads and abs huh talk about our <laughs> journey to being healthy <laughs> let's let's make a pact that before the end of senior year we all get abs <laughs> uh speaking of abs let's talk about brooklyn 99 <laughs> we've uh we've covered this before right we sure have Pretty sure um yeah the the chelsea Peretti sandwich the yeah Gina? the sloppy right, sloppy yeah. jessica sloppy jessica yeah uh, right yeah is this the only the, the show second? Is, yeah this is only the second thing yeah the show is absolutely hilarious uh it's copaganda obviously everyone knows everyone knows it's the, it's part of the <laughs> government <laughs> government psyop to make us love cops um yeah. But it's a genuinely hilarious show, and all the performances yeah. are incredible on it. I was just, one of the things that I had in my notes is how good uh, the captain is. He's an all-time character. I was just trying to look up what his name is because I cannot ever remember his name. Andre uh, the Giant. <laughs> yes. Or Ooh. or Drummond. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, Andre Drummond. Anybody yes, exactly. want a croque madam? That's what he says. <laughs> Well, Andre Drummond is always saying anybody want to want a basketball. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, um, I still haven't seen the show, and it feels like at this point this is not going to be a show that makes it into the. I'm going to go back and watch this. I okay. would, I would, uh, I would say you should. I think you should check it out. I think it's a perfect show to throw and just have on and uh, check out some episodes. You know. All right. I think you you're failing. It's Andre Brower, by the way. Yes, and he plays Captain, Captain Holt. Holt. Um, I did read an article in like the last year of its filming and talking about how public sentiment towards cop had changed and how they had to change their writing dramatically because of it. So that's interesting. Yeah, yeah it definitely, you know, yeah, why you it definitely was rounding into the, its most the, popular <laughs> time at the worst time for a show about cops, for sure. Right. Which they could have pivoted and just had them all become firemen, right? Nobody's mad at firemen. Mm-hmm. Not me. Make it call it call it Brooklyn one hundred. Nice round number. Yeah, they should have really made it a round number so people could remember it better. <laughs> I think nine nine. I think not an A plus. I think no thank you. Anyway, <laughs> anyone want to take it from here? <laughs> I wanted to let you sit in it longer, but then I laughed. <laughs> <laughs> Laughing, it's fun. Uh, croak, <laughs> Madame. So uh, we've already seen the croak. Uh, sorry, we've already seen the Croak Madame. He does that in one of the first few episodes. Uh, this is the first yes. time we're doing the Croak Monsieur, which he then does a Croak Madame later in the episode. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Uh, but it looks great. Uh, yeah. A Croak Monsieur is a, a a hell of a messy sandwich that looks very delicious. It is. My my quibble with uh, the Brooklyn Nine-Nine thing was that, it, one, it came wrapped in foil, which I don't think you would ever do with a Croak Monsieur, and then he ate it like a regular sandwich, which is very hard to do. Right. Too messy. If anything, it was most likely just a ham and cheese 
like the or maybe it was or it was like it was like a completely unheated right croque, uh croque monsieur which which, which is possible right it you looks like a classic case of uh the writing and the props department didn't talk exactly to be and it was also like i'm sure they brought it in they're like who cares it's fine do we think they like, they didn't know that a that a podcast of very astute very <laughs> the uh, most astute <laughs> eagle-eyed podcast is gonna yeah, notice I, I was like, like that i was like hey Excuse me, <laughs> sir. I'd Listen, like to have like James. a word with you. <laughs> Copaganda aside, this is also sandwich aganda. Yeah. Yeah. If my tax this dollars aren't under- going to how those cops are going to eat the right sandwich, I don't want them going right. anywhere. This is the worst like knowledge of how portmanteaus work. It's like um, sandwich aganda. Sandwich aganda <laughs> and papa cheese aganda. And like I just learned the word propaganda, so I'm trying to force things into it. As a registered chocoholic, I think that this is not <laughs> registered. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, when you move into your neighborhood, you have to go around to every house and knock on the doors and, and tell I... them and tell them that you are a registered chocoholic. It's not a huge deal, but just I'm new to the neighborhood. If you see me with you know sort of a brown mixture around my mouth, I'm it's I'm a chocoholic. I'm contractually obligated to tell you. I hope we. I you know I see at the neighborhood barbecue. So I have a Hershey bar <laughs> hanging out of every pocket as I tell them. <laughs> You're just scarfing chocolate chips as you say this to people. <laughs> um, okay, so in this episode, the first thing he makes is uh, a loaf of bread, which yeah, thrilled James to so stupid. <laughs> a so stupid. Which actually so boring. I I, I looked it up. A pan de me. Is French for I have an iPhone. <laughs> Sorry. Joe, anyway. no notes. <laughs> Calling it back. Uh, it look, It's interesting because I think that he, he starts off by saying, I just did a two-parter, the Lord of the Rings special. It was <clears throat> grueling, so I want to do something easier. So let me bake a whole loaf of bread. Right. Which I, <clears throat> I don't get it. I don't understand why we needed to sit through that. It admittedly did look fire. It was a good ass looking loaf. Looked of bread. like a delightful loaf of bread. It's a great loaf of bread. I, Why do we need to see the whole thing? I do. At think this point, he could just be like, "Hey, I made this bread. It looks great. Done. Perfect." I do. But, uh, every every episode you make is five minutes shorter. You know why, James? It's because he wants to get uh, people watching his videos. Yeah. And idiot. Bread content. And you're saying you wouldn't watch more of his videos if they weren't eight minutes long? I think bread content performs insanely well on YouTube. All the yes, best like YouTube does. people who make bread, like those are the videos that do well. So what I'm saying, James, is uh, your take on what people want to see is wrong. Is perfect. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> yep. Well, everyone heard it. Everyone heard it. He said perfect. I do think it's funny that he makes this loaf of bread, and then later in the episode, which we'll get to, he does a step up and uses brioche. So he just uses like a bread from a bag to make it better yeah. than what he spent so much time on. Yeah. I mean, pandemic is admittedly it's like a, a workman's kind of a bread it's not like it's, it's a pullman it's loaf. a very it's a very work a day yeah exactly it's a pullman loaf uh it's not like a country loaf or um an olive loaf or like a brioche like he ends up using um but i don't know it still looked great i think it i think it especially as thick cut as it was translates well to the sandwich right so what he did is he took the bread he made a bechamel, a bechamel uh, then put an insane amount of cheese and an insane amount of ham on it, and then baked it, and it looked very good. Gouillet. It looked fantastic. I mean, it made me want a grilled cheese, and I think I'm going to have a grilled cheese tonight, even though that's not 
a crook monsieur or whatever. You know what I'm talking about. It, it looked insane. It all looked perfect. James, why don't you just turn it into one and put the cheese on the outside? I might just, do that. Just, might just, some... just three layers of cheese. I've done that. With two it layers works. of bread in between. It gets a little messy, but yeah. it'll work. Right. And it'll burn the shit out of your mouth. Right. And if, sure. you, were in a, if you were in a police station, it'd be harder to eat. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but for the cheese slopping and sloughing about. As we mm-hmm. were watching the episode, James, you did comment that you thought it might have been too much ham. I would love for you to, to – do you still feel the same way? My concern was – my concern was I didn't realize that he was putting it in the oven. Uh, I thought it was going to be more of a traditional tip. And, I mean, experienced uh, grilled cheese makers will know. <laughs> you can't have too many ingredients on there because then the heat often will not get to the middle of the sandwich. Sure. And you're going to end up with, with bad temperature zones. Right. Now, uh, J- James, you're calling that a grilled cheese when it is categorically a melt? Care to comment? Uh, I was doing it more for the people listening, for simplicity. <laughs> I know it was a melt because I am smart. I am <laughs> smart, okay? Like, I no, am. No, I get it. I am smart. I was just, I wanted uh, to offer you a, a moment in real time to, to make up for your egregious mistake. <laughs> Even if I didn't hate that it's become a thing that people need to say melt. I think that I would still say grilled cheese because I think melt sounds weird to say. It's a very weird. Said, if mm-hmm. and anyone who's hung up on grilled cheese or melt can get fucked and like get a different <laughs> problem. Like, come yeah. on, yeah, yeah. Figure out something that is worth what, losing your mind over. What sort of nirvana are you living in, where where you get to like <laughs> where that's quibble? What, that's what you can waste your time um, on. There's tomatoes in it. It's not real grilled cheese. <laughs> All right. Man, well, <laughs> stick your head back in the clouds and go about your life because you just you, you're not living in the same world as the rest of us. I saw a tweet. I wish I could remember the exact uh, thing, but it, it works for this too. The tweet that generally was like a 35 year old on Twitter. It's like it's either a grilled cheese or a mouth, and it was like 35 year old not on Twitter. It's like we had to fix our kitchen today. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I just, grossly paraphrased that, but. <laughs> um. But yeah, to James, to your point, the uh, the ham distribution, I was also a little nervous for at first just because it was folded in a very, like, It was shingled in a way. weird way. Shingled, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's, Johnny, what yeah. a, I could not find the word, and there you were, the wind beneath my wings to, <laughs> to bring it to bear. Yeah. I, I would have preferred it either just all layered up or, I don't, I don't know. Just was, it struck me as odd. Right. I think it was for the aesthetics for the camera. We do love aesthetics. Well, I don't care about those. I want to eat it. I think, but all my concerns were uh, in vain because it looked perfect when he cut that open. It did Got look it. delicious. Damn it. Did it look good? It looked so good. Woo! Uh, and then he makes. And then we went. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. No, 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 Jimmy, no, it's no, your no, no, no. I'm just a guest. <laughs> <laughs> he is right about that. Uh, <laughs> he then goes and makes some improvements, and the first one he does. I think is my favorite of the improvements. He makes he does a brioche <laughs> bread. He does the exact same thing, but then he puts mustard on the inside of it to give it a nice cut. Uh, and yep. then afterwards, he puts an egg on it to make it a croque madame. Yep. And this, I think, the was my favorite. I think this was my favorite version of what he does, and it looked incredible. It did. It looked unbelievable. Though Dijon mustard is such a secret, such an easy secret way to plus up a a, a grilled cheese. So delicious. Adds such a nice flavor. Cuts through the uh, richness. It's the best. And the, correct. And then both the egg, he cooked two eggs in this as like a as like an afterthought, and both of those eggs looked unbelievable. They looked yeah. like p- the perfect eggs. They looked like an emoji. I couldn't eggs. believe it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
And uh, I'll be honest, because then he, he took the croque madame, then made it a Monte Cristo by, by like, basically French toasting it. Right. I don't know that I need that. Not necessary for me. No. I, yeah. I don't know a if Monte I've Cristo ever seems, ordered seems like a Monte just Cristo. flying too close to the sun. I think I've seen the name and been like, oh, fun name, ingredients that I like. And then I bail because then I, I put it together in my head that, oh, I'm just going to be eating a French toast sandwich, and that's not what I want. It's the – I'm blanking on how to do the, 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 the saying where it's, it's the whole is worse than, than the sum of its parts. Correct. You nailed it. James, no yeah, notes. there we go. Because, again, I am smart. Perfect. Okay? He's a I perfect am. phrase like, guy. Like, I am smart. Yeah. Well, Everyone knows. Big phrase guy. When I was in, trying to think of a phrase. Sorry, go ahead. When I was incarcerated at boarding school, uh, a, a <laughs> once a month they they did the same meals every month, and one day a month they had a uh, a Monte Cristo sandwich, and it was it was more of what we were talking about pre pod, which was that it's uh, it was like just straight up French toast as the bread. It wasn't what Babish does, which is like take it, dip it, make the whole thing French toasted. That's that's kind of a word. Yeah. Uh, it was just mm-hmm. two pieces it of is, French toast ver- on both sides. And people loved it. It was very good. People would put syrup on it. Like, it was actually treated more like a breakfasty type thing. Interesting. I think people do put syrup on Monte Cristo, don't yeah, they? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, yeah. I guess it is an interesting mishmash of salt and sweet, especially if you get, like, a good ham and, you know, the right saltiness in a cheese. I could see that working. Yeah. I think one of the reasons I've never ordered it is because I had it once a month while incarcerated. So... <laughs> Sure. You didn't you didn't want to have a prison flashback and start shanking people. The food was actually good there though. Like legitimately I enjoyed most of the meals. Well, because it... <laughs> all right. That's that's good. You should write a review. Be like, "Hey, this this place psychologically tortured me for, for a year yeah. and a half." By the way, food pretty good. Yeah, for yeah, your yeah. now defunct prison job. Right. Yeah, yeah, leave yeah. it a Yelp yeah. review. A lot of therapy dollars, yeah. but not bad food. <laughs> <laughs> 3 out of 10 would go again for a lunch. Not for a whole, you know, half year of Sentence. my life, let's say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. All, all told, ultimately, I'm probably trying all three of these. Yeah, I would enjoy. I think this was a fun one. It wasn't too labor-intensive. These were pretty easy sandwiches to make. Uh, felt accessible. Yeah, it was great. We get yeah, to as long the- as you're not baking fucking bread like an idiot. <laughs> I would never be an idiot. <laughs> yeah, if you bake bread... Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck your hobby, bitch. Yeah. Split top wheat? More like split your fucking head open. <laughs> Does it bring you Sorry. joy and is it probably healthier? We hate you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Buy it in a bag. Yeah. Like a real person. <laughs> Die young. <laughs> uh, do we have any additional thoughts? We do have some correspondence, if you guys would like. Ooh. We do? Wow. Yeah. Don't sound so surprised, James. We have a very successful podcast that people love to write into. <laughs> I know I know. every week we're, just, we're deleting fan mail every single week, but let's hear it. All right. Here we go. This comes to us from Ian. I-A-N. Okay. That's how he spells other, Ian? I don't know if there are other ways to spell Ian, and I don't know why I felt compelled to spell it there. Sorry to dox you, dude. Uh <clears throat> Ian said, uh, the, the headline is just pod mail. So do we want to adopt that? Is that ours now? We'll see. More to come. Ian says, I just started listening, and you are all 150 episodes ahead of me, so I don't know if, if, you're take, uh, if you still take emails, but if you did, I'm really enjoying the podcast. Uh, Ian, for when you get to this one, 
we are still taking emails. So good job. <laughs> Ian, good news. You, you won't make it 150 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Ian, is, I give you about 20 more. This is an email more. that he's cursed to never hear the response. To. <laughs> uh, I wanted to ask James if he'd have a sous vide steak since episode 21 and, and if his hard stance against them came out. Uh, or and his hard stance against him. Came out. I know because of the recent episode that the white liquid theory holds up, but I wasn't sure about the sous vide stance. I think the best steak I've ever had was sous vide, uh, but I do understand the instinctual distaste for the practice. Thanks, Ian. Now, just want to clarify: he's saying thanks to us and then signing his name. He's not saying thanks to himself. Oh, okay, that's good. Thank you for clarifying <laughs> oh. that. Of yeah, course, yeah, 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 that was good. <laughs> uh, Ian, I have not had a sous vide steak because I'm not a pretentious piece of shit. Oh, I need to make you uh, one. That said, yeah, that said, I eagerly await John Newman making me a steak to prove a point where the point is that he's right and I get to eat a free steak. Yeah, Ian, so that's f- about dope. 50 episodes ago, uh, <laughs> James conned me into wanting to give him a steak. Uh, it was a real I, Tom Sawyer situation. I, so I now am gonna is, John, John, you now you now owe me a steak and a banana pudding and banana pudding. For your birthday, I'll I, make you I, both. I'm just constantly Yeah, I can't wait. This is the best. I'm I'm crushing this. You're gonna come over uh, to my place, I'm gonna make you a sous vide steak and give you banana pudding. I'm gonna be like, wow, what an idiot. I can't believe I got him so good. <laughs> Johnny, uh, what other things have you cooked sous vide? Um, what have I done sous vide? I've done a bunch of vegetables sous vide. I made mashed potatoes sous vide once. I've done a bunch of fish. Uh, a pork tenderloin is incredibly good sous vide. Sous vide eggs I've done that I enjoy. Uh, if you're looking for additional uh, things to possibly sous vide, I have here a handy guide. Uh, this is what can I cook using sous vide more than just the perfect steak. Wow. Pork. Fish. <laughs> yep. Eggs. Yep. Fruits and veggies. Okay, great. I've done these. Um, the other desserts. The, the other two things that I've done that I'll mention is if you want to make a bunch of chicken breast for like if you're trying to meal prep for the week and do it healthy, but still have the chicken be very juicy, great option. And then I also did my absurd turkey Thanksgiving thing in the sous vide cooker as well. Johnny, you can also cook cocktails. Uh, impress <laughs> guests with homemade cocktail infusions done in minutes. Uh, and you can also co- call it quits with overcooked quinoa. <laughs> From rice to like oats to quinoa, get flavor-infused like fluffy greens in a snap with sous vide. <laughs> Ian, thank you very much for the it's email. That was a great email. Review. Ian, thank you. Yeah. The best. Keep sending those. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for all the next 150 I hope, yeah. episodes. I can't, yeah, I can't wait till you hear our response in a year and a half. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, give us a five-star review. Uh, if you want to follow us for more content, we are at Gambit Bell on Twitter. We're Gambit Bell on Instagram. And if you want to send your emails like Ian did, uh, send them to GambitBell.com. Okay, bye. Bye. Sue beat these nuts. Ha, 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 ha.